This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of ankle orthrodesis from the foot and ankle section on orthobullets.com. The indications for ankle orthrodesis is painful arthritis following infection, trauma, which is the most common cause, chronic instability, AVN of the talus, inflammatory arthropathy, or primary osteoarthritis. Other indications include neuropathic arthropathy, tumor resection, salvage for failed open reduction internal fixation, or salvage for failed total ankle arthroplasty. As far as technique, the optimal position for an ankle arthrodesis is in neutral dorsiflexion, 5 to 10 degrees of external rotation, 5 degrees of hind foot valgus, and 5 millimeters of posterior Taylor translation. Again, the optimal position is neutral dorsiflexion, 5 to 10 degrees of external rotation, 5 degrees of hind foot valgus, and 5 millimeters of posterior Taylor translation. Arthroscopic arthrodesis is only indicated if minimal deformity is present. Open arthrodesis can either be done in a staged approach or in a transfibular approach, which is often used when deformity is present, and this is typically done with screw fixation, a plate and screw construct, or external fixation. In a staged approach, infection should be cleared prior to placement of definitive internal hardware for arthrodesis. A tibio-talocalcaneal or TTC fusion with retrograde intramedullary nail is a load-sharing device with improved bending stiffness and rotational stability compared to a plate and screw construct. Indications for this include end-stage ankle and subtalar arthritis, Charcot neuroarthropathy, significant hind foot bone loss whether from a failed total ankle arthroplasty or failed arthrodesis. Other indications include osteonecrosis of the talus or severe acute trauma. Contraindications for a TTC fusion include active infection, profound vascular disease, and or severe tibia malalignment. Complications for ankle arthrodesis include nonunion, lateral plantar nerve injury, superficial perineal nerve injury, as well as hind foot arthritis. As far as nonunion, there's a 10% nonunion rate for ankle arthrodesis. Tobacco users have a 2.7 times risk of nonunion. Neuropathy is the greatest risk factor for persistent nonunion with revision of nonunion. As far as injury to the superficial perineal nerve, you will have to worry about this during a transfibular approach. And finally, with respect to hind foot arthritis, Adjacent hindfoot arthritis commonly occurs following fusion, and isolated hindfoot arthritis due to chronic pes planus is treated with subtalar joint arthrodesis. Since this is a relatively short topic, let's quickly do a few review questions about ankle arthrodesis. And the first question reads, Arthrodesis of which of the following joints has the greatest cumulative effect on midfoot slash hindfoot motion? And the choices are 1. Talonavicular, 2. Naviculocuneiform, 3. Subtalar, 4. Cuboid 5th metatarsal, and 5. Calcaneocuboid. So arthrodesis of the talonavicular joint eliminates almost all hindfoot motion. Arthrodesis of the subtalar joint eliminates 74% of talonavicular motion and 44% of calcaneocuboid motion. Arthrodesis of the calcaneocuboid joint eliminates 33% of talonavicular motion and 8% of subtalar motion. Arthrodesis of the naviculocuneiform or cuboid fifth metatarsal joint has limited effect on hindfoot motion. So the correct answer to this question is 1. Talonavicular. Moving on to the next question. 
A 65-year-old patient who underwent ankle arthrodesis seven years ago is pain-free but has difficulty walking. Hindfoot and transverse tarsal motion is painless. What is the best treatment option? And the choices are 1. Medial heel wedge, 2. Heel-to-toe rocker sole, 3. Morton's extension, 4. Conversion to pantalar arthrodesis, and 5. Short polypropylene articulated ankle foot orthosis. So the use of a heel-to-toe rocker sole can decrease pressure on heel strike, increase propulsion at toe-off, dissipate the forces across the arthrodesis site, and normalize gait. The patient presents after a successful ankle arthrodesis. Extending the arthrodesis is unnecessary with painless hind foot and transverse tarsal motion. The use of a medial heel wedge in a well-aligned arthrodesis is not indicated. A Morton's extension is indicated for forefoot pain. A short articulated ankle foot orthosis would not relieve any of the stress on the tibiotalar joint. So the correct answer to this question is 2, heel-to-toe rocker sole. Moving on to the next question, what is the most effective footwear modification for restoring the gait pattern of the patient who has undergone an ankle arthrodesis? And the choices are 1, rocker sole, 2, lateral sole flare, 3, total contact insert, 4, extended steel shank, and 5, solid ankle cushion heel. So this is a similar question to the last one that we just went over, but to drive this point home, when ankle range of motion is decreased, a rocker sole on the shoe helps to accommodate for the lost motion by creating a more efficient heel-to-toe gait pattern and allows the patient to roll off the foot during the late stance phase of gait using the rolling action of the sole. So the correct answer to this question is 1, rocker sole. A solid ankle cushion heel, or satch, is a soft material added to the heel of the shoe to reduce the stress of heel strike. Although satch modifications will help to mimic the shock-absorbing action of ankle plantar flexion that occurs during heel strike, it is not as beneficial to gait as a rocker sole. An extended steel shank stiffens the shoe and is designed to reduce bending of the sole, but will not accommodate for lost ankle motion. In fact, it will make ambulating more difficult for patients with decreased ankle motion unless coupled with a rocker sole. A total contact insert is designed to cushion the foot and offload certain areas of high stress or correct a flexible foot deformity. A lateral sole flare is an out-trigger attached to the sole of the shoe and is used to help correct varus deformities or compensate for lateral ankle instability. And moving on to the final question for this topic, when performing an ankle fusion, the foot should be in, and the choices are 1, 0 degrees of dorsiflexion slash plantar flexion, 0 to 5 degrees of hind foot valgus, and 5 to 10 degrees of external rotation. 2, 0 degrees of dorsiflexion slash plantar flexion, 0 to 5 degrees of hind foot valgus, and 0 degrees of external rotation. 3, 10 degrees of dorsiflexion, 0 to 5 degrees of hind foot valgus, and 5 to 10 degrees of external rotation. 4, 0 degrees of dorsiflexion slash plantar flexion, 20 degrees of hind foot valgus, and 5 to 10 degrees of external rotation. And 5, 10 degrees of plantar flexion, 0 to 5 degrees of hind foot valgus, and 5 to 10 degrees of external rotation. So Buck et al., in a retrospective analysis of 19 patients who underwent ankle fusion at 10 years follow-up, found that the patterns of gait showed that a valgus position of the arthrodesis is more advantageous and provides more normal gait, particularly on uneven ground. 
To attain more normal function of the knee and improve performance on rough ground, the optimum position of arthrodesis of the ankle appears to be neutral flexion, slight that is 0 to 5 degrees of valgus angulation, and approximately 5 to 10 degrees of external rotation. So the correct answer to this question is 1, 0 degrees of dorsiflexion slash plantar flexion, 0 to 5 degrees of hindfoot valgus, and 5 to 10 degrees of external rotation. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, too much dorsiflexion, that is choice number 3, or valgus, choice number 4, alter the gait and place increased stress on the knee. Increased plantar flexion, that is choice number 5, is never the answer as the goal is to have a plantigrade foot. That's all for this review about ankle arthrodesis. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on iTunes. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.